what is up? I'm so happy you're here for episode four, Just the Way You Are. Have you ever been afraid of letting someone see the real you or felt like you had to hide part of your personality to avoid feeling weird or misunderstood? In this episode, I talk about how important it is to love people where they're at and just as they are. I believe God places people in our lives for all sorts of things, growth, love, friendship, a lesson, mentorship, you name it. I also believe God places us in moments of solitude to learn and understand that whatever it is we're seeking from someone else can always be provided by him and in his presence. Before we get started, I just pray that throughout this episode you feel seen and understood and loved most of all. You are worthy of being completely yourself and being loved for exactly who that is. I've thought to myself many times, I I shouldn't have done that. Like, oh man, (laughs) someone I decided to joke with didn't pick up on my sense of humor, so now I feel awkward. That actually happens quite a bit, I'm not gonna lie. And having a sense of humor with someone, like having a different sense of humor with someone is one thing. Um, And it does feel kind of awkward, but feeling like you just can't be yourself around someone, like you're hiding your true self, that never feels good. For me, um, in my last relationship, actually, it was both. During the relationship, I realized there was a disconnect with our personalities, but I didn't fully realize where it was coming from. And when the relationship ended, I saw that part of the disconnect was that I couldn't be 100% myself with this person. I didn't feel comfortable being the really weird and goofy person I am. And when I would show just a little bit of that, I just immediately felt uncomfortable. Like, he didn't match the goofiness. Like, sir, I'm looking for you to match and multiply the goofiness. Just basically realized, man, the most loved I feel and the most fun I have is when I'm just totally being myself with people who know me and love me just as I truly am. And to be honest, that weird and goofy side is one of my favorite parts of my personality, and the people closest to me also love that side of me. And for a lot of my closest friendships, that's what made us connect in the first place. And I don't know if you've ever felt that same way, but if you have or if that's something you're even going through right now, You shouldn't feel like you have to hide or tone down any parts of you for someone you're in a relationship with. Romantic relationships or friendships, and especially in your relationship with God. God knows exactly who you are. All the good, bad, ugly. I encourage you to not ever feel like you have to hide anything from him. This past week, the feeling of gratitude has been really heavy on my heart, just so grateful to God for the people he's placed in my life, those people that I can just totally be myself with. This past weekend, I got to spend time with a group of really special friends that I haven't seen in what feels like forever, but when we come together, it's like no time has passed, and we laughed, played games, had great conversations, had some hot tub therapy, and just really enjoyed each other's company. And while reflecting on the drive back home, it honestly brought me back to freshman year in college. There was a time I was feeling so, so alone. I had my two best friends who are really like my sisters, but they lived long distance, so I never really got to see them. 
and I was just in a place where I didn't put myself out there because it felt like anytime I had a conversation with someone trying to get to know them, it was the same, where are you from? What's your major? Almost automatic questions that like we'd both forget about each other's responses. We parted ways, which I know that's a big part of your story in college, but I don't know. It just got so old to me, like draining almost, but Anyways, so now fast forward to not having just one or two, but having many beautiful friendships and connections with people that God has given me when I truly needed them. And with these people, I was able to instantly connect with because I felt I could just be myself with them. Even if we hadn't known each other for long, I just feel like I know when God blesses me with someone like that, like, oh, you're going to be in my life now. You're stuck with me. Um, that reminds me of that sound on TikTok where the guy's like, you're coming home with me. Um, moving on. Sorry about that. There's just, there's nothing better than to have a connection with someone who knows you and sees you just as you are and not only accepts you, but loves you. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, but, um, at the the end of every episode, I end it with the prayer of thanking God for seeing me, knowing me, and loving me still, because that's something I never want to become numb to or forget how special he makes me feel, how no matter what I do or think or say, he has a constant, unconditional love for me. He sees all the good, all the bad, all the weird and goofy, and still loves me. And in case anyone needs to hear this, God loves you. He sees you in every situation. He knows all of your thoughts. He's heard all of your concerns. He understands the desires of your heart. He knows everything you've ever done and everything you ever will do. And he loves you. So let's talk about loving people where they're at. There was a time at the beginning of my walk with God and I was struggling with like seeing certain things as black or white when there had been so much gray before and with a certain situation it really just dawned on me that my quote-unquote job as a Christian is to love people. That meant for me at the time stop drawing a line in the sand of your mind about what you think is right and wrong or good and bad. We as people need to be loved. We're craving to be loved and seen. It's not up to us to act high and mighty in any way. It is up to us to love people where they're at, as Jesus did. And I I don't mean don't live by what's right and wrong or don't strive to grow and better yourself and become more Christ-like. I'm going to have a whole episode on training for righteousness one of these weeks. It was just what I needed to remind myself during that time. Just love people. Just do what you know how to do and love them where they're at. Don't focus on the other stuff. God will take care of all of that. Um, I'm going to give you guys an example of a time where Jesus ignored all of the noise and loved someone that needed him, like he always does. Without getting too deep into it, there's a story in John chapter 4 where Jesus goes up to this Samaritan woman at a well and starts talking to her. In this time, the Jews did not associate with the Samaritans like It wasn't socially acceptable to do that. So homegirl went to this well to draw water because she was thirsty, obviously. 
Um, but Jesus knew she needed more than just water. She was thirsting for life. She needed him. And when he started talking to her, verse 9 says, The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Moving on a little bit later after her questioning what was really going on and Jesus telling her things about her life that there's no way he could have known, basically blowing her mind. Verse 28 and 29 says, Leaving her water jar, the woman went back to the town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? There's a lot of good stuff in that story that I'm skipping over, but basically my point is Jesus saw someone in need, in need of life, love, compassion, and for someone to see all that she has done, ignoring all of what the world says is wrong about even associating with her, Jesus showed her the greatest love she could ever receive. He gave her life. Uh, a good question to ask as we go day to day is, how do I do that though? Like, how do I love someone just as they are? I would say just pray to God to reveal this to you daily, but for practical use and application, you can do this by listening without speaking. You can pour life and encouragement and wisdom, if you have it, into someone without judging them. You can invite them somewhere and make them feel valued. You can show up for them however they're needing it. You can give them grace and patience and understanding. You can be present. Presence is so important, not only to be able to be there for someone when they're going through a tough time or grieving, but also during times of celebration and good news. Knowing someone is there for you through it all is the type of unconditional love God has for you. And if you're someone who does not have that right now, maybe you're seeking community or praying for it or both, and you just can't seem to connect with anyone, don't give up. God is moving and is leading you into the places he wants you to be in and into the lives he wants you to be in. Until then, in the waiting, your Heavenly Father is the one who will always be with you in times of heartache, in times of joy. I actually have a tattoo in, in my handwriting that says, in your weeping and rejoicing, meaning the Lord is with you through it all. It's so true we need people in our lives, people who want what's best for us, who want what's what God wants for us. But it's also true that if you're in a place of solitude, it might feel lonely Whatever it is that you're needing or seeking from a friend or spouse can be directly transferred to you in his presence. Whether it's comfort, validation, encouragement, joy, peace, confidence, whatever it is, you will find it in his presence. One time, about a month ago, I think, I was hanging out with my dad and brother. I was in the living room and they were in my brother's room. And I just started to feel overstimulated. I don't know why, but when that happens, I'm not the best at communicating my needs. So I go in there and tell them I'm going to go for a walk. And it was obvious to them that I was upset. Um, but they just asked if I was okay. I said, yeah, I'm okay. I, I just need to go outside. So I start walking. I'm looking at the sunset, focusing on my breathing, just trying to pray to God. And when I turn around to come back, I see my dad walking towards me. And when we got close, he said, I wasn't sure if you wanted company, but decided to come anyway. And then he gave me a hug. In that moment, it just hit me like, 
wow, that's such a beautiful representation of God's love for me. He's never going to force me to love him or force me to spend time with him. Sorry, but he is in constant pursuit of me. He wants to spend time with me. He wants to comfort me. My dad saw me and just met me where I was at with open arms. And that reminds me of the story of the prodigal son. There was this guy who had a bunch of family money, basically, and went off to live a wild lifestyle, just doing whatever his heart and flesh desired to do. When he came to his senses, he realized he's hungry, broke, and in need. He's thinking, I can go home, maybe, and tell my dad I've sinned against him in heaven, and maybe I can be hired as one of his servants. Um, This is in Luke 15, verses 20 through 24. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. This is just another beautiful example of the love our father has for us. No matter how far you may have drifted from him, No matter what kind of lifestyle you found yourself living, God is saying this to his child, come home. He's waiting for you with a warm embrace. Let us be reminded this week of God's unconditional, never-changing love. He is in constant pursuit of you and wants an intimate connection with you so that whatever it is you're facing or craving, in his presence you will find peace. He's never going to turn his back on you. He loves you exactly where you are, every part of you, even the parts you may feel like you have to hide. I'm here to tell you, you don't. You have, you don't have to hide from him. Embrace the unconditional love he promises us. Thank you for listening, and whether this time in your life is one of the toughest or one of the brightest, I pray that you know that you are loved and that your life has a divine purpose, and that our Father and Creator makes no mistakes. Father, I thank you for your transformation through grace. Thank you for seeing me, knowing me, and loving me still. Until next time.